Welcome to Stalls and Glitterballs with Jess and Lindsay. Today's episode is going to be about ticket prices and whether you're paying too much. Now, ticket prices have been increasing over time. I have stats from 2018, which shows a 19% increase. This is West End tickets, just to clarify. Um, a 19% yeah. increase. Um, the average price for a top tier ticket is now £117.52. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've personally never paid over over 50 quid for a ticket. Um, like, I mean, like one ticket. Yeah, um, I have. Yeah, so, but to counter that, the um, there's been a decrease in the average cost of the cheapest tickets uh, fall into, on average, £19.30. Um, wow. Obviously, though, with the cheapest tickets, you do often get a restricted view, whether that be not being able to see, like, most of the stage, like, half of it, or, like, a safety barrier or, like, a pillar, that yeah. kind of thing. There's usually something, but you sometimes can get lucky. Um, when I went to see Les Mis on tour, my mum got what was considered a cheap seat, but it just, it just like, very slightly obscured your view of the stage, but it was, like... Yeah. 20 I feel like some cheaper. of the restricted view ones aren't as restricted as you expect. Yeah, definitely. I think people see the word restricted and they shy away for sure. Yeah, yeah. I definitely think some of like some websites out there where it's like view from my seat and you can like see. Yeah, that's what very that helpful. Seat's seeing. Yeah, definitely. Because yeah. even I think in some theaters, actually being front row is sometimes a hindrance. Yeah, sometimes they're restricted view, aren't they, anyway? Yeah, because you're looking up. Um, yeah, and can't see, like, the back of the stage. Yeah, so you can't you can't see, like, who's coming on and scenery and stuff. Um, yeah. So the most expensive show, and there's no surprises here, is Hamilton. Um, <laughs> and top tickets for that cost 250 quid. That's mad. That... Not, not one that you'd take your family to. <laughs> Yeah, just go on your own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and also up near the top is Wicked. Of course, that's been on the West End for years now. Yeah. Um, and their most expensive seat is £202. Wow. Both of them were increases on last year as well. Um, yeah. Hamilton was up 50 quid and Wicked was up 77 Wow. So It's crazy to think about, like... I feel like it's not something I've ever realised. Like, I know I went to see Wicked in 2017 and paid, like, around £50 for the dress circle, and that was, like, a decent view. But I feel like if I went now, like, I'd probably still pay around the same price. And it'd probably still be a decent view. (laughs) Yeah, I think... I think because it depends how... It definitely depends how um, fussed you are about where you sit, I think. Um, and, yeah. we, and we will have an episode in the near future about where we think the best place to yeah. sit in the theatre is. And, of course, that is very subjective. Um, yeah. So I know people have favourite spots and stuff. And I personally sit everywhere, though, I think. But Yeah, um, I've definitely changed as I've got older. <laughs> preferences have changed. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so this is an interesting thing. So do you think the ticket price depends on the show you're seeing? So we've obviously seen the example with Hamilton. Now, yeah. do we think that 
because it's more expensive. It being more expensive is because of the hype. Yeah, I feel like because it's demand. Because there is a lot more demand, so they can get away with it. Yeah, um, people, assume... you know, people will will pay that because it's an amazing show. Yeah, I mean, after seeing it on Disney Plus recently, I probably yeah. will. Maybe not <laughs> the high end. No, tier. maybe not the top <laughs> tier, but I would definitely overpay. If that's, yeah, pay if more that's than I would normally pay for a yeah. ticket. Yeah. Especially because they are like gold dust at the moment. Oh, God, yeah. Especially at the moment. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is no shame. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you see, I think it does. And I think also, um, it, and we're going to touch on this slightly more later, it depends on a, on a lot of things with the show, such as I know in Miss Saigon when I went to see it on tour, there was, you know, a massive helicopter that literally comes yeah. into the stage. Now, that doesn't come cheap. And if you yeah. have shows that have more complex staging like that, it's, you know, it's yeah, definitely... it's going to cost more. Yeah, definitely. Na- it's naturally going to cost more. And obviously, who's starring as well, of course. Um, yes. So we've had Greece rescheduled near me, and that's starring Peter Andre. Ah, uh, yeah. So that's a name that draws. Um, so I think whenever you have, you know, big names like that, then obviously that's going to push the price up um, yeah definitely and obviously well it's basically everything isn't it more performers more props yeah what, who the performers are cast size so, so like at the water mill um in newbury they work with a very small cast that often yeah. does double duty so therefore you know they can keep prices cheaper but yeah if you've got a huge huge cast you've got wages to pay yeah definitely um so before I came into this episode I did think there was a big difference actually between the price in the West End and the prices you get on tour so I did some digging (laughs) not literally with a shovel but (laughs) on on the internet um and I decided to compare the show everybody's talking about Jamie which you might have heard of maybe um yes it's I haven't seen it I will say that. I I want to see it, though, and it is hopefully touring after being rescheduled. Um, Yeah. So I compared... Yeah, definitely on my list. (laughs) Um, I love the songs that I've heard so far as well. Yeah, same. Um, So I compared the prices in the West End, first off. This is at the Apollo. Not the same Apollo as as Wicked, may I add. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, So... It has a capacity of 775, which is quite low for a West End theatre. Um, yeah. Top tier tickets cost 85, whereas bottom tier is 20. So that's, you know, that seems pretty standard for West End. Um, now, if we go on tour, I thought I would choose a theatre that was comparatively bigger. Um, so I chose the Mayflower in Southampton, which holds 2300 and the top tier was only 3950 oh wow and the bottom tier was 2450 so the bottom tier was more than the west end one but obviously the top tier was like significantly lower and i think yeah. that is down to the fact that there is more seats so they can spread the cost a bit better um so then I thought, okay, that is quite a difference in capacity. So I found the lowest capacity um, theatre that it is touring to currently, from what I could see. And that yeah. is the Theatre Royal Brighton, 
and that holds 995. Their top tier was 6440, and their bottom tier was 13. So they've got the oh, lowest, wow. they've got the lowest bottom tier of the three, but they have got one of the higher top tiers compared to the Mayflower, at least. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I thought that was just really interesting. I just thought I'd do three comparisons and make the capacities a bit fairer. So to answer the question, yeah, there is a difference, but it does also depend how big your theatre is, it seems, from what yeah. I've looked at. Um, yeah, I kind of... I was quite surprised because the only show... I think that I've seen in the West End and on tour was Annie. Yeah. Um, and that I actually paid pretty much the same price for both. Um, and the one in the West End was the Grand Circle, and that was forty five pound. And then I also saw it at the Lyceum Theatre in Sheffield, which was forty four pound for the Circle. So yeah. I was actually quite surprised at that. Kind of in my head, I was like, oh, they paid more for the West End, but I didn't. <laughs> yeah, so obviously my example was just one show, so it probably does vary by show as well. Yeah, um, although I think I was probably further back in the West End, but yeah, it yeah. doesn't really make a difference. But if you're in the circle, you're in the circle, really, yeah. in terms of pricing. Yeah. Um, so, you know, from my evidence, obviously, the West End does appear to be more expensive. In terms of why that might be, um, I think, personally, the, the, one of the big reasons is just the name, the name yeah, of the West it is End. the West End. <laughs> yeah, it's and the also West End. London is just yeah. dearer on a whole, isn't it, with everything? Yeah, everything is yeah more expensive in London. Um, and I also think the cost of rent in the theatre, because obviously these shows, they do stay for quite, you know, quite an extended period, as opposed to maybe a week when touring. Yeah. Sometimes longer, but usually about a week when they're touring at each venue. Um, so, yeah, I think a lot of it is just the fact that you saw a show in the West End. That is what pushes the price up. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, um, but obviously what people don't consider when they're paying for a ticket is where that money actually goes and to like lesser known things such yeah. as, you know, such as the catering department, such as those at the front of house who welcome you in and those who show you to your seat, um, hotels when you're touring. I don't yeah. know. I don't think they pay for like they might pay for catering when you're when you're touring. I don't actually know. Um, transport, <laughs> transport. They might pay for transport. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know really. Um, <laughs> Need to I ask someone it... <laughs> who's been on tour. Nobody knows. No, I think um, I think it does depend on the company, but some of them will pay for you. I'm sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of things that you don't consider because you think, oh, yeah, no, you're paying for the show, but. Yeah, there's so many people involved, and that obviously that's been highlighted even more with the pandemic at the moment. How many? It's like causing like a shockwave because there's so many people involved with theatre that you don't think about who are now out of work. Yeah, and even like everything backstage, so like creating all of the props and the scenery, and obviously all the things that would have been created before the show actually started. I assume the ticket will eventually cover the cost of those. 
yeah oh yeah all the rehearsals and stuff like that yeah so there's a lot of like initial costs before they can even recoup any of that yeah all like if you think all the time that they spend casting just just getting the right people even you know yeah that all takes time um so probably one thing that Efren wants to know is how to get your tickets cheaper. <laughs> there are definitely ways. Yes. Um, so there's one that, local example near me at the Theatre Royal Plymouth, and that is where the way it works is you you either sign up for email alerts or phone number alerts, and they will send out if there's it's space like pending like there has to be space available um yeah. they'll send out tickets with quite short notice it either be for the performance the next day or the performance that night they'll send out 10 pound tickets and they're usually like in the circle or like in a cir- like in the circle like middle-ish because i remember i took one once and it was circle middle which was really good or yeah, like not too bad or in the stores like they're very good tickets but just for 10 pound and they're like standby ones basically Oh, wow. Yeah, that's really good, isn't it? Yeah. Um, sort of, I guess sort of similar but different to the one at my local, well, it's not a theatre, but Grimsby Auditorium. (laughs) (laughs) Not quite as good as a proper theatre, but it does its job. Um, And that you can buy a theatre card. I'm not sure if it's like £25 or something. and with that, you get no booking fees. Although, as far as I'm aware, you can't actually book online, which is like a real pain. Um, so you have to like actually go to the venue and book. But it's kind of worth it to save no booking fees. Um, and then you also get a 10% discount on any drinks or anything that you buy at the theatre. Oh, that's always nice, isn't um, it? Yeah, because they're always like extortionate. Yeah, especially, um, does that include, like, things like programmes? Um, not the programmes, it's ah, just the just drinks, a, just because I think, drink. because, like, the programmes and things are kind of... Set by the show. With the production, yeah. yeah. that makes sense, yeah. Um, and then you also get discounts on quite a lot of the shows. So often on opening night, which is usually the Tuesday, there's, like, 50% off. Um, so I know most... I think most of the tickets that I've kind of had before are usually £36 each. Um, and then with the theatre card, they go down to 18 So you're saving £18 on one ticket. So if you're yeah, buying like... that's like half two, price. Yeah, so I think if... I think it's... You can have up to four people. So, I mean, that's... What's that? <laughs> 18 times four. 36, seven. I'm going to leave you to do the math. <laughs> so you're saving £72 if that's four people for one show. So it's definitely worth the oh, £25 yeah, that's, pound cost. That is sign- if, you, if, you know, if you know you're going to go a lot, then definitely, yeah, get, definitely get your money's worth, worth for sure. Yeah, um, and I know there's also one at Hull Theatre that I haven't had, but I've definitely looked at, um, and they do the similar thing with like cheaper opening night tickets and you also, as far as I'm aware, you also get like a tour behind the scenes. Oh, I would be which I'm like really yeah, interested. I'd be in. very interested in that. Yeah. Definitely. And you get a free program that there's, I think. 
but like some shows. Wow. So, so the key, the key is into. the key is to research, and if you have a theatre near you, research, look online, and see what they're offering because yeah, a lot of these things aren't openly, you know, advertised. Um, no, no. Another thing, if um, particularly you're in London, is you can go to there's a like booth in Leicester Square, a ticket booth, and they sell discounted West End tickets like for like that night, like standby and stuff. Yeah, there's a yeah, there's an entire um, booth you can go to there. Um, other than that, there's apparently a good strategy that if you go to the box office on the day again. Yeah, up, to get day seats. Yeah, you can pick up standbys and stuff. Yeah, I know sometimes some of the shows have like specific tickets that are held back just for that, but I don't yeah. think it's all of them. No, it does depend, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, and I remember when Hamilton first came out, <laughs> the only chance of getting a ticket was to enter the Hamilton lottery. Yeah. Yeah. Which... You know, if you win, then wow. <laughs> yeah. It reminds me of Strictly with the ballot, really. Yeah, it's definitely. It's the same, it's the same principle. There's so many people you're against, but if you win it, then you, yeah. can't, you can't not go, really. No, it's the same with Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. They have one in normally, when things are back to normal. Um, every week they have 40 tickets at £40. Um, and that's for both parts so you're effectively paying 20 pound per part um yeah which so, is amazing yeah that's really good so to answer the question which is and we're not really going to answer it the answer is it depends yeah <laughs> are you paying too much it depends really it depends where you sit it depends on the show um yeah. i think you know we've talked about probably will rise even more because yeah probably you know, the theatres need the cash, but I'm happy to support that, of course. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah there's, there's ways around it. for me, I don't think to see a show, I feel like there's not really a limit for me. Like, kind of for tickets, I'd maybe not do the highest price, but kind of if I want to see a show, I'd kind of pay anything to see that show, if you know what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah, even if it was the lower tier, as they call it. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's worth it. Okay, well, moving on to the news. A lot happened this week. It did. I feel like there's been so much going on. Yeah, um, there was a lot of things that hit the headlines. There was. Um, first of all, this weekend should have been the weekend the indoor show indoor shows were allowed to go ahead. Um I think obviously with uh, limited capacity and there were like pilots taking place. Um, This has now unfortunately been delayed until at least the 15th of August. Mm. So that's, is that two weeks time? Yeah. Kind of two weeks time-ish, I think. Yeah. Um, Is it a week after, a week tomorrow as this goes out? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So until the 15th. um, And yeah, I imagine you. Ha- I imagine that you might have to wear a mask in there as well because they've now made masks compulsory in more, in more indoor yeah, venues. Pretty much everywhere. <laughs> yeah, and this was this was due to a recent rise in coronavirus cases. Yeah, 
it's hard because like although it's good that they are you'll be able to have indoor performances it's still not financially viable so it kind of doesn't really affect that many although i know there are a few that are doing socially distance aren't there but yeah i don't think but even with even with the reduced capacity it isn't that viable you know we've had we've had you know industry figures like andrew lloyd webber just saying like it won't be enough but um moving on to the christmas season with back with kudos again um they did their announcement as promised um on monday uh and they basically said that they asked the government for clarity and the government said that they weren't going to make any choice on theatres, any choice, any um, decision on theatres operating without social distancing until November at the earliest. So that, you know, Panto starts December, early December usually. Yeah. So that is not, you know, that is a ridiculous, a ridiculous time frame to be expected to. So what they've said yeah. is they're going to start consultation with theatres individually, which is interesting. Yeah, I wasn't really expecting that. No, so Kudos puts on, you know, a lot of shows um, all over the country. So that's a lot of theatres to uh, individually negotiate with. Yeah. Um, but I guess it will depend on different factors, like cases in the area, size of the theatre, little things like that, who's starring, whether they can... Yeah. I mean, I thought maybe they could just hold the pantos in easter because pantos do happen in easter sometimes like in a weird way um yeah that's true i guess it depends on how people are available and everything cast cast availability would be you know quite a problem there but yeah but yeah it would definitely be interesting because it sort of made me think are they going to maybe investigate doing some socially distanced ones maybe not like as many as they normally would but I don't know, just the fact that they've kind of talked about doing individual theatres, I'm like, hmm. Yeah, definitely, yeah. I don't know how that would work if they've kind of already sold all the tickets, but... No, that's my that was my kind of issue. Yeah, like how do you go about who gets the tickets? But I guess time will tell with that one. Yeah, it's all about waiting. It is, forever waiting. <laughs> So another one of the, probably one of the biggest ones recently from the West End was that Cameron McIntosh announced Phantom of the Opera is going to permanently shut down, which was a lot of Massive blow, yeah. Um, But then, I feel like, was it the next day or something, Andrew Lloyd Webber said, as far as he's concerned, (laughs) it was an ASAP. So... My head was a little bit mind-blown because I'm like, you've got one person saying it's permanently shut down and the other one saying it's opening ASAP. So I don't quite know what's going on with that. Yeah, it's a bit unclear, unfortunately. Um, Clearly been some sort of communication breakdown between the two. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, before it had been announced that it was permanently shutting down, Andrew Lloyd Webber, I think, had made an announcement that there was going to be like, redoing all of the props and kind of like making everything bringing it back to life he had like explained how it was going to be put on didn't he yeah so Um, it kind of made sense to me that it was going to be closed until the props had been sorted but not to then say it was permanently shut down was like 
Yeah, and this wasn't just the West End version either. This was the touring version. This was everything to yeah. do with Phantom. Gone. Just gone gone forever, <laughs> seemingly. It was not a good time to be reading the headlines, I can tell you now. It was not. Um, no. But yeah, so if we, I think for now, we're just going to believe Andrew Lloyd Webber and hope that it will stay. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine it'll be gone for good. No, it's it's one of the greats, one of the all-time greats. Yeah, stars. it's just been there forever. Just yeah. You can't, imagine, you can't imagine a, a theatre lamb without it, that's for sure. No, definitely. And then the final piece of news from this week is about Six the Musical again. This is like, I feel like this is, is this, like, a is this thing. like in a row now? I feel like oh, we might have missed it last week. It's it's almost Maybe. in a row. Yeah. We've said it, for, this is the third time we've mentioned it anyway. Yeah, and we're on episode four, so three <laughs> yeah. quarters. So the news this week is... It has been announced that they're going to perform a one-night-only drive-in show on the 12th of September, and that is 11 people from six, which I believe is from the touring version and the West End version. Yeah. Um, And it's going to be two hours and feature a celebration of all things musical theatre. So it's not a production of six, but I assume there will be some six songs in there. Yeah, it just seems like a bit of a show, really, but like... Yeah, yeah, it'll be amazing. But this is um, in a drive-in venue north of Walthamstow in outer London. That's all I could find. So, so sorry yeah. that's so obscure, but <laughs> off you all go. Go find yeah. it. Go, go find, find the drive-in venue. <laughs> go find it in C6 for one night only. Yeah, but it's not, not six. <laughs> yeah, six is not six. Yeah. Okay, so, so good. we're on to Song of the Week now. Yes. So, this is a very random one, but as I was <laughs> listening to Magic at the Musicals and Light at the End of the Tunnel from Starlight Express came on. Oh, yes. And I have heard this one. Yeah, it just brought back memories because that's kind of one of the earliest like memories of a song that I can kind of remember from musicals. Was it? And it just, wow. Yeah. Starlight Express and Joseph. But Joseph, I kind of like linked to school. Yeah, so all Express. <laughs> you just think of nativity, don't you, with with Joseph? Yeah. Yeah. So, right at the end of the tunnel is just kind of one of them ones that brings back a bit of nostalgia to me. So I, I thought, and... you know what? I'm going to go for that one. And we will be um, setting up the playlist for that because we now we do now have three songs. So we do. It will be, yes. you know, an amount. A playlist can... of three songs. <laughs> you can put it on shuffle, and I'm sure you'll get through it <laughs> within ten minutes. Yeah. Um, so next episode, we're going to talk about rumored contestants for Strictly because it's that time again where the tabloids are going crazy with. Well, rumours. Yeah. Um, I can't the... believe this time last year they'd already started announcing. Yeah, I mean, everything's obviously been pushed back. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we're going to just discuss them and I guess ha- how likely we think they would be to, you know, actually do it. We're probably going to be terribly wrong with most of them, but probably that's the fun of it, isn't it? Um, it is. So, it was a slightly shorter episode this week, but uh, we say this every time, but we will have Hamilton for you this week. We're making sure of it. As, yes. a, as a bonus episode so yeah. 
that will make up for the slight. It's only slightly shorter than our usual episodes. Um, yeah. Last last ep- last episode was a bit of an exception with you know. Yeah, we got carried away. We got, got car- yeah. We had to end that one early, but yeah, this time we've we've got it better. This time we will get down to a consistent-ish structure. I hope. Yes. All progress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all. Time for the curtain call. <laughs> <laughs>